Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the corner where the treat is is this the the passing of the torch, right? Is this what this signifies? It comes down to that that front office and what they feel is most important. The champ is here. We've touched down from a higher plane. Why you landed here? We always look forward to that week because it was always intense. You know that we ain't coming back. We got you. The man, the myth, the legend, Dante Hall. My 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 favorite player growing up was Dante Hall. I love you guys, show, but Dante was my guy. Get to dashing because he's done on the war feet. This episode of Chief Concerns is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Hey there, Marcus Dash here from Chief Concerns. Just want to comment and say BetOnline is your number one source for all your sports betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for football, baseball, boxing, golf, and much more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Chief Concerns. I'm Marcus Dash here with Tasia Dash, my brother, and JD will be joining us momentarily. I think he was watching the end of the uh, the game uh, interviews with uh, Mahomes and Rasheed Rice, but... Another week. We got another week of football, baby. We got another week of football. I was going to say free football, but uh, uh, we have the, the, the Peacock stuff tonight. Uh, which I'm curious <laughs> here in the chat how everyone thought about the Peacock uh, stuff tonight. But, man, I mean, just a domination. We're going to get into the numbers here when J.D. gets on. But there's a defensive domination. I, I think we all thought we were going to win tonight. But the fact that we dominated in the fashion that we did was just kind of like just ridiculous. I mean – Carl Loftus looks like the first round pick that we thought he would be that JD and I, uh Oh, uh Oh, <laughs> Hey, still buddy. You warm. Oh man. Woo! <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> you should have had, you should have had some icicles coming from this JD. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, uh, I kind of figured, you know, go ahead and fall out as much as I could from being out there on the, uh, on the ice. Hold on, man. Let me, let me make sure I'm getting my, myself together <laughs> well it's a cold out there today my goodness i mean it, it didn't look like it affected us at all it, it definitely affected those uh those cats from uh miami though for sure oh man you ain't kidding <laughs> uh, okay. jd so i i was looking at the numbers here because i i was curious because obviously mike mcdaniel high-powered offense uh that, that's what he kind of brings this mo i looked mm-hmm. in the mike mcdaniel era that was the lowest uh scoring output in the mike mcdaniel era uh, they haven't scored that low since week since uh, twenty twenty week seventeen of twenty twenty one when they scored three points uh, to the Tennessee Titans. Today they scored seven points. We played them earlier on the season was fourteen. I think that was their uh, tie for the lowest scoring output of the season. And then yeah. tonight seven points. I mean, what do you think of uh, just the because de- we usually, usually leave the show with offensive miscues and stuff. Let's let's just talk defense for for right now. Sure. What did you see tonight defensively? Because, I mean, this was just domination, hard-hitting, hard-smack, and a team that came to play in this weather. Uh, what I saw, man, I seen Spags put together a brilliant game plan against this, uh, this this offense. And so I think that that's really the testament of it is when you have weapons around on, on the defensive side of the ball, 
that can play like Snead, like McDuffie, uh, the secondary, the linebackers, you know, Chris Jones, uh, Kalafkas, uh, uh, Chris Menehu, that all of that put it transpired to what you've seen, uh, uh, what Miami wasn't able to do. And so they, they went in, they challenged each and every receiver. They brought, uh, they gave different looks to, uh, uh, to Tua. Uh, where he didn't necessarily get comfortable. And even when he was getting comfortable, he wasn't necessarily seeing guys open because our guys were just that that tight uh, coverage. It was a lot of lockdown coverage from our defense. Uh, and, I, and, I, and I know we don't really talk too much about defense on our show because they do such a good job. Everybody sees it, right? I mean, we, we just give them the accolades and a high praise. But, you know, for a game like this, uh, it's well-deserved to show what they have been doing, uh, getting the turnover as well, uh, 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 Mike Edwards. And, and so th- they've been they've been playing great ball all season. We, we've said this. We said, uh, when Patrick was talking about this, but we also said this too, Marcus, if you're scoring a certain amount of points, you're going to win the game, bottom line. And I was just looking at that number, right? I was just telling you the number is going to be 24. 24 is the number for us to win. And so we, we got that. The defense delivered. But they got the one deep pass to uh, Tyreek, and that was it. That's that, was it. The only, that was the only thing they had. It was the only thing they had. So the guys up front did a, a masterful job making sure that the running backs didn't get any lanes. Uh, the linebackers did a good job tackling uh, and, and hitting those guys so they didn't get no extra yards. Uh, but everybody, man, just was locked in and focused uh, to play a, a very high-powered offense. And like I said before, they knew what the what, what the task was. Um, the weather played a little bit into it. Uh, I, I just, to, to be honest with you, I would have went back maybe to Tyreek throwing a couple of deep balls. <laughs> I mean, I, I would have, you know, shoot. I, what, what, what's going to hurt? What's going to hurt? But I think, you know, because of what we did defensively, man, we kind of had them shook. So that's that's what I was seeing. Tasia, what did you uh, notice from, I mean, everyone's talking about George Karloftis' game, Snead doing what he did, uh, McDuffie. Obviously, McDuffie was the one covering uh, Tyreek on the touchdown. <laughs> but, I mean, he made up for it with some, some, some of these – thumps that he had tonight uh but what, what did you make of what you saw for the defense I mean, today outside of that 53 yard catch Tyreek Hill had four for nine that is crazy I mean that is you know what if you were to tell me Tyreek will catch a bomb against you but he will do he'll he'll have under 10 yards the rest of the game I, I would probably say all right I'll take it so good exchange for me um we learned our lesson really early before things got out of hand. So um, we readjusted. Uh, Sneed was punishing Hill at the line. There was that one. They didn't show a replay of it, which I got really upset about. That one where he just shoved. He just nailed Tyreek to the ground. And yeah. Tyreek hated it and tried like shoving back afterwards. They didn't replay it. But, man, that was, that was money. And, honestly, we should have had more sacks than just two all game, which is pretty crazy. Um, but – Tua was trying to get rid of that ball so fast, um, and he just looked rough, man. He just looked, you know, like there was that glove story during the week, and then it, he wasn't going to wear a glove anymore. Um, it's funny. You watch us. It didn't look like it was cold for us, and it looked like it was negative 10, 20, 30 for, for, the, for the Dolphins. Like, I mean, Tua had no zip on that ball. I don't know if that was weather-related. I don't know if you're a baseball fan, JD, but that looked like Greg Maddox in one of his last seasons throwing a fastball, man. He said he had nothing love on Maddox. Him. Yeah, love Maddox. Yeah. It was just, I mean, yeah, I love him too. 
But uh, it was just hanging up there, man. Even like on, on like quick passes, he thought we just zip. It was like take forever, and his receivers are getting hit hard because of that. Um, Ed Joker, Ed Joker looked cold on the sideline when he was sitting up. Just every time you just all the way up to here, you know, eyes. Yep. His eyes was cold. You can see his eye. His eyeballs <laughs> were cold. That joke was. It was so cold that it degraded the quality of the helmet. It, what? That it chunked off the helmet. Oh off. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. It was so cold that it it it, it lowered the quality of the friggin' helmet. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I, I think you know what you you were just saying that about Tua. Uh, you know, it, it just balls are just kind of selling on him. But I think it's that, yeah. that goes into you know where the weather is a factor where you're not able to squeeze the ball like you want to and kind of get the ball out. Uh, and so if you don't have that and and and. And also, our defense played really well as far as catching the quick screens, right? The little quick passes. They were right there. Uh, they, and they just played just, just challenging, competitive ball. The one time, did y'all see when Sneed put uh, Tyreek Hill on the ground? Yeah. The jam? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I was saying, like, yeah. oh, my goodness. I yeah. mean, we talking about bully ball. Like, Sneed and those the DBs just basically owned the wide receivers. They really did. They owned them, so I should have yeah. rewatched the first game from the year before we watched this game. I didn't see it. I mean, was there a much different approach than they had in the first game? It seemed like they just kind of Get carried on to the same thing. Those screens didn't work in the first game either. I don't even know why they brought them back and did that again. They, they, they were getting killed on those, dude. It wasn't even close. Yeah, no. They, it, it, I think it was just, you know, get your hands on them quick and early and stay physical. And so if you see a guy like that back up, then immediately attack, and that's what you have to do with those guys. You can't you can't give quick guys space. You just can't. You can't do it. And so the more space that Waddle, you know, or or Tyreek has, uh, that's to their advantage. That's to their yeah. advantage. And so, yeah, yeah. bottle up as quick as possible. It all started with stopping the run, though. If they had a decent run game, yeah. they could have played the play action a lot more, and mm-hmm. they just couldn't because it wasn't going anywhere. So it just didn't matter at that point. Yeah. Yeah, the, the Dolphins just looked. I mean, I mean, I'm looking at the the rushing right now. So Raheem Mostert, eight carries, 33 yards. And I know he was banged up going into this game. I mean, he was generally banged up all season with the with the questionable tag every week. It would seem like um, Jalen Waddle. He had a carry one nine one one for nine. A chain six carries nine yards. And I knew A chain's a kind of a finesse kind of guy. I, I did not think this kind of weather was going to be suitable for him to kind of go off on us this week. And then Tua had his uh, biggest rushing performance of the season, I believe. I think he had, he had his longest run of the season for 14 yards in this game, but three carries, 25 yards, which I was actually – I mean, I don't, I don't watch a lot of Tua games. I didn't have him in fantasy. I, I, don't, I don't really watch him a lot. But I didn't realize he wasn't much of a rusher, a, a runner from a quarterback. Usually smaller type guys that can get out of the pocket a little bit. He doesn't really, he doesn't really do much of that. He, he has the ability to do it, but because he has, you know, very dependable backs that can – uh, he didn't have to. Now, I think to be actually, to be honest with you, that's probably to their uh, their demise to be, uh, you know, not to utilize his legs. Yeah. You know, that's another weapon when you have a, a runner as a quarterback, you know, could at least get you, you know, a couple of yards here and there uh, that kind of keeps the defense, you know, somewhat honest. And so they, they have to come up and kind of play as opposed to sitting back there in uh, in, in coverage. Um, but I, I think, you know, like you and, and kind of going to like the, the play action, you know, if, if the running game is not effective, then I would tell the linebackers, first thing you do is play pass first, then come up for the run. I mean, that, that's what you do. I think, 
you know, you know that their game is the passing game. It is that kind of getting vertical, trying to get, you know, the holes behind the linebackers. You just got to stay, you know, uh, you know, really, uh, uh, you know, responsible in your assignment, not to go for it, not to go for it. And just hope all the guys up front are just, you know, take one, take two. That's what you have to do. So uh, now defense, man, I mean, shoot, I'm telling you, if, if they play like this, and they continue to play like they've been playing like it all year. I don't know why they wouldn't they wouldn't continue playing like that. Um, you know, this 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 is a real, real, real a shot, man, of of you know, getting another Super Bowl. Seriously. I mean, I just I, I don't see anybody else when we do that, man. We we playing with the best of them. And like you said, we've been going left and right with the best receivers in the game and been shutting everybody down, every single person down. Everybody. Mm-hmm. And at what point are we going to call uh, Mike Edwards the Dolphins killer? Because, I mean, this guy, you know, he was the one who had the lateral to uh, Cook on that touchdown in that Germany game. That today he comes with that pick, almost had another pick uh, right before halftime. Um, I mean, yeah, he he's just amazing. He's probably, and I know we said it earlier on in the season, how he was probably the most underrated signing we had this offseason, the one-year $3 million deal. I never want to love the tranquil pickup. But Mike Edwards has been Especially with the injuries we've had in the safety room, yeah, that pickup was invaluable. Yeah, the, I think it was our best free agency, maybe of Vika's tenure. Are you talking about the value aspect of it? Like yeah, the, just okay. how important they were. Tranquil Edwards, Omenahu. I mean, I, I guys from the past. I mean, I'm, I know I'm speaking out of my ass right now, but no, no. It's, the more I, mean, the more I think about it, I, I, the more I'm like, they were. I mean, Tranquil has been huge for us this year. Especially with he, both missing games, the I, I would say the three guys that we got deals on this year who have been starters or you know um, you know somewhat semi starters is Tranquil, Mike Edwards, and Donovan Smith. I mean, all three of those Donovan guys. Smith, the other one. They, yeah. yeah, yeah, those guys have have done a, a, a tremendous job uh, the entire season. You know, you know, you know, you know. What's funny is that those four guys' salaries don't equal what our biggest signing of the off season was. And we didn't even name him by the way. So know, yeah. 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 Isn't that funny? Yeah. We were talking yeah. about, we were talking about value signings though. I mean, yeah. Yeah. If anything, yeah. I mean, the grade goes down when you consider uh, Taylor's uh, signing. That's mm-hmm. true. That's true. Although he had a good game. And, and I think that he got pushed a little bit in the back, which is the reason why he pushed that guy in the back on that callback touchdown. No, nah. it's like, no, no, nah. <laughs> good. Good. <laughs> no, good. Hey, Good, I mean, a little good, bit good back on that, yeah, Tasia. But that, that sucker hit him dead in the back. He knew exactly what he was doing. Um, right. <laughs> I, I, but to be honest with you, that's a, that's a call right there that he could have got away with. I, I, I just really don't understand why they called it that. But you know, hey, you know, it's, it's kind of unfortunate, man, because it took it took one from us. I it know, took away from us, man. Yeah, uh, and that, those are the things that that was been plaguing us all season. You know, when you sit there and you score, then all of a sudden you get a penalty, you go back, and all of a sudden you don't know, got to kick a field goal. You know, hate seeing that. Hate seeing that. But, you know, they, they, we recovered. We recovered, man. We recovered. We did. Um, yeah. I want to give a shout-out to our guy, John Clifford. Thanks for the, uh, thanks for the uh, you know, right. back in the channel as always, brother. Here's to you, buddy. Appreciate you. Uh, Pelvis uh, Esley, one of our one of our followers, our one of our guys, uh, gentlemen. I'm, I'm sick as a dog. with great win. Love you guys. Love you too, buddy. Hope you feel better. Hopefully that win cheers you up a little bit. Maybe even get back and get up a little bit. Um, but well, yeah, immune system. Real quick, shout out. Yeah, no, look, shout out to the fans for showing up for the game. Right, 
and that, and and Duncan Pond says that game ball to the Chiefs fans at the stadium, without a doubt. Seeing that crowd there without it gives a lot of energy to the guys and the players, and you can't do it without those guys showing up, people showing up for it. Uh, so hats off to a man braving the elements for that long. I'm telling you, man, I, I'm just that y'all amazing job. I know I was kind of poking fun at it, but y'all just hey man. The people that was out there pulled your shirts off, which was crazy doing that. I wouldn't have done that. But uh, just staying there for the three hours, however long this thing lasted, uh, was big. It was huge, man. It was huge. We needed the fans for today. We, we did. Them. And hopefully we get to have them back next week if uh, Pittsburgh takes care of business on Monday. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hopefully, we give them, hopefully we give them another shot. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, uh, fans, uh, the real MVPs today. So you kind of mentioned uh, Donovan Smith, and that's where I want to go with the offense next. Um, yeah. And – we talked about this week, last two weeks we talked about since this, well, three weeks, if you go back to the Cincinnati game, we talked about how that post-game interview, Mahomes said, we just need to score. Um, we just need to get out there. Butker was the MVP tonight with the Bengals game. And then we go back to this week when Mahomes at his press conference, we just need to score. Our defense is good enough. We just need to get points on the board. He didn't necessarily say, obviously, quarterback wants to score in the red zone, wants to score touchdowns, not field goals. But we just need to come away with points on every drive. And mm-hmm. today we did that. We came away with points. On, I think did we even have a punt today, or we may have one punt today. We did. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. One mm-hmm. okay, but generally we were going down there, and obviously you know we had the touchdown that was called back, got a field goal out of it. But we we're getting points on every drive, and our yep. defense is that good. Three we, punts. Three punts. Didn't even, honestly, didn't even feel like it. I, I don't. I don't even remember having that, that many punts. Mm-hmm. But as far as we're getting away with points, we have a good defense that's going to keep us in every game as long as we're coming away scoring every drive. We're going to be in every game. We can win every game because of that. And that's what the point Mahomes made. JD, what did you uh, see from the offense today? Because uh, it seemed like the offense is clicking. Um, just simply put, it's just clicking finally. Yeah. So what I saw was uh, we we made some some huge plays. Uh, Rasheed Rice was brilliant as always. Man. Um, Travis Kelsey – People that was talking about him slowing down didn't see a, a, a ounce of truth in that at all. Um, and you have Isaiah Pacheco doing what he he does, and then of course you know the 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 cherry on the top was PM fifteen. Look, when 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 you have big games, you had to have big players show up, okay? And all your big dogs showed up on offense today, no doubt about it. And so that's what you needed to see. You needed to see that, and then you have everybody, the other group of guys, filtering in. Right, like even uh, like uh, Richie James, you know, catching a couple of balls for the first down. Um, but Cole Hardman even stretching the defense like he did, you know, trying to, trying to, trying. But but the thing is that I'm telling you what that did to the defense. It opened it up because you know now they're throwing deep. So you you got to think in your back of the head. Well, now we we not we don't, we can't just sit eighty over here or seven in the box and try to keep them, you know, in in the short range. Because now they're throwing deep routes. And McCall Hartman, we know, could take the top off the defense. They knew it. The one guy had to grab him around his waist because he knew McCall Hardy had him beat. Matter of fact, McCall Hardy had each guy beat each and every time. Yeah. They just didn't connect. They yeah. just didn't connect. So that's 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 vital. That's very important. So when you see Rasheed Rice catching those balls over the middle of the deep crossing routes, that takes that uh, McCall Hardman running that safety off. He's got to be able to open up, you know, and, and maybe take two. That's that's how these things work, and so um, Patrick Mahomes got the ball out of his hand uh, uh, clean, real well. Uh, I think we kind of struggled a little bit in our passing, 
uh, pass blocking. I'm gonna say up front, and, and the reason I say this is because they had they, they was bringing six. We've been having problems with the 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 ET stunts and the loops all season, and I've seen that tonight. All right, it's just my observation as a coach. Uh, we got to do a much better job, and I don't know why we haven't done a much better job. You know what helps out with that when you have a guy like McKinnon who understands, you know, some of the, you know, the blocking. Uh, he can he can make us look look good. He can, he can make it look like everything's clean. And so some of the some of the uh, pressure that they brought was because of that. Nobody was passing off like they should have been. Um, yeah, yeah. But other than that, man, I think Pacheco ran hard like he always does. He, man, I, I said he was he was the core. He he was the one that needed to get off. And he showed exactly what we needed to do. Once he started running the football, everything started opening up for us all as well. So, um, I know you, JD, and you know I talked about this a lot on the show. That yeah. opening drive to throw the ball the first two plays, I know you were like, "Oh no, please don't tell me we're starting like this." <laughs> Golly, I'm sitting there. I, I'm already. I was already crossing my arms like this. I'm like, "Yo, this this is, this is what we're doing." Did we just we just nobody got the memo? Like we just don't understand. Like this is what we're gonna run. We're not gonna run ten. We don't really, we want to do that. And so once we got the first down to, to Travis Kelsey on the first, you know, the first one, hey, yes, hand the ball off to Pacheco, please. Okay. Yeah. That's the game goes as he goes. So that's what it is, man. That's what we're going to, man. So that's what that's, that's what I've seen offensively. I was the most mad on that third down. They didn't give the ball to Pacheco. They did that stupid Hardman play. That one where he tried to wiggle through for like a first down. You guys remember that one? Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a brutal one. That was one I was. What did you think about that, Jay? Too cute. Which one? I, I don't know. I, I I might not have seen that one. It was a third third and inches uh, instead of it was a fake uh fake like oh yeah yeah Pacheco, yeah and then a little uh, end around to uh, yeah. Um, if you hand out Pacheco, he he gets it clean. Yeah. It, it was whole route open. Yeah. Yeah. So, I believe the next uh, play was Pat's scamper uh, on the fourth and it yeah, just the right, game. right. Well, it went to a good cause in the end. Damn, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Rice and Kelsey, twenty-two targets. I mean, no one else got more than three on the team. What What do we say at one point this year? Like ninety percent of the targets need to go to Rice and Kelsey. Um, yeah, it was even nice to see MVS catch a ball. Yeah, uh, well, first well, down. Good for, his, good for his confidence. Yeah, uh, right hey, yeah there you go. Maybe he can build off that. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe send him deep. I don't want to get too bold. Don't, don't get too confident. But, you know, um, he can track the balls better than Harvey. He just can't catch the balls. That, that's, that's been his problem more and more so. But he's good at tracking them. He just can't grab them. Um, I – yeah, I mean, we did. We scored. We had six red zone trips, which is which is great, and we scored at least a field goal in all of them. Two out of six. I mean, that kind of goes with our red zone woes all season um, against a more high powered offense who's clicking at the right moment, and maybe at Buffalo, uh, perhaps those will need to be one more of those would need to be a touchdown. Uh, three yeah, touchdowns yeah. and three field goals. I, I would prefer that. That's that's a, that's thirty points. You know what I mean? Um, I'd like to see more of that. Granted, yeah, that Rice one got called back. That could have easily been been one. Um, but you know, and we're nitpicking at this point because we played amazing. Um, yeah, but yeah. That that's my that's my main negative aspect. I just wish we were had a little higher ratio on that one. Yeah. 
and I think at one point in the first half or at halftime, we had four red zone trips and they had five first downs. So we were moving the ball at will. They didn't have a red zone trip all game. Yeah, no, crazy. I'm talking about their, five, their first down. Yeah, no, I know, but they, it's just crazy. Dude, they were – I had to look twice. They were one of 12 on third down. Yeah. That is – I mean, well, that's that's crazy, man. We, so. was getting, we was getting them in, like, long third downs too. You know, it wasn't it was like – you know, they had a couple short ones. and But other than that, man, they you know, it was kind of like, you know, third and 10, third and eight, you know, something they had to get uh, – but they, they played a high level. Uh, and, and let me talk a little bit more on offense side of the ball, too. I know somebody said, you know, getting Kelsey going early was another key to it. And, and yeah. I, that rightfully so. Um, the way that Rasheed Rice has just been, I mean, showing up. I mean, the way he catches the ball with his hands, to me, is impressive, especially in the code. Because I'm just like, you know, they said it, and that, we used to hear it all the time, like plucking the ball out of the air. Uh, in, in, in a game like this, because it hurts so much, you usually try to body catch and you try to do different things like that, man. And he's catching it, I mean, clean. He's, he's, he was catching it clean. So he did a phenomenal job. He did a phenomenal job catching the football, getting open. Uh, and they did. They started running some man coverage. They started running some zone. And guy, he found he found a window, a window and Patrick threw it to him. So – at times when our offensive line gave Patrick time to throw the football, he picked him apart. He picked him apart. Um, if we carry that in to the next game, then that, that's that's I have no problem with that. And I and I still say some of that may may have to do with, yeah, maybe the weather had a little bit to do with, with some of the things of play calling you want to give. Uh, this is what I would do. I'm I'm just going to say, when we're down, going into the end zone within you know three or four yards. We need to bring a guy in motion who's going to be like that lead back. I know somebody was talking about fullback, play that position. And I'm just like, if you have that tight end or whoever it is, I don't care if it's a wide receiver, bring Justin Watson in and let him motion all the way down. Let him be the lead guy. Okay. Hand the ball off. Uh, I, I think plays like that, man, kind of open up too. But sometimes when we sit there, we run spread and then all of a sudden you hand it off with Checo, then they got the numbers on us. And guys not coming up to get to the second level. And so uh, we, we got to get a little bit more craftier or, or, or a little bit more, how, how would I say it, um, more intentional or how we're going to block, especially down there uh, going in, in into the end zone. Uh, so I, I would say uh, that's something that we need to focus on. We definitely need to focus on those things. So uh, that's just that for me as, as looking at offensively, we can do a much better job in our running game by incorporating a little bit more motion, running some guys up in inside to go block this lead blocker. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Shout out Chad Holbrook, Jason Dunn, Arm. Chad, my man. Appreciate you, brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so talking about the um offense, there's a couple things I want to get to. Um We'll start. You mentioned Rasheed Rice. Uh, I thought this was funny. Nick Wright. He's obviously everyone knows huge Chiefs fan. Um, very biased. Uh, a, lot, a lot of like the other like Bengals, Bills fans cannot stand him, but Chiefs fans, we love him. We love having a national guy. But uh, he tweeted. Right. He tweeted Tyreek Hill in the NFL playoffs the last two years. This goes against the whole Chiefs need Tyreek Kill narrative, even though we won without him. But people forget that. Um, the last two years, Tyreek Hill in the playoffs: twelve catches, one hundred thirty-one yards, one touchdown. Rasheed Rice in the NFL playoffs the last two years, eight catches, 130 yards, one touchdown. 
last year Rasheed Rice didn't play in the NFL. So really, really it's one year and he's already almost exceeded the amount of yards, same amount of touchdowns and only four less catches. I mean, I, just, a, just a funny little thing there. A little, right, no, you, come on, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Rasheed Rice, man, he looked phenomenal today. Mm-hmm. I, I do want to ask, we talk about getting Kelsey uh, going early. So one of the things, obviously, he, he, he had a stellar game. But it seemed like he was having trouble with the high balls that were being thrown to him. And they didn't seem like they were, like, out of this world high where he had to jump for it. But it just seemed like, was he thinking about running before going to, the, to make those grabs? Yet? When you see that the, 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 I guess, what, two or three uh, drops on the high balls that were coming to him, what did you make, about, what'd you make of that? I, I think he just, he just kind of missed them. I think he just, you know, one went straight through his hands. Another one, he just kind of uh, just missed them. You know, and like I said, that's why I said like that ball, man. It's like a bowling ball coming to you. That's how it feels when when it's when it's cold, and the ice has gotten onto it, and it, it feels like a rock being thrown. And so it, it doesn't feel like the regular because you know when it's warm, you know I, I guess you know the science of it doesn't feel as heavy. Let me put it that way. Right. And so you know when you when you you pain and you're trying to get some you know fillings in your fingers. It's a little tougher catch. It's a little tougher catch, man. So I, I mean, I don't fault him on that. I think the only one that that one that went through his hands was that one, and the other one he missed down by the red zone was the other one. I think was the two two main drops. The other one I yeah. think kind of went through his hands. It's like okay, whatever. And he just oh. turned around for it too, and and that was a little more zippy from Mahomes on that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, Rice, sna- Rice snatching those balls, man. Yeah. yeah. Man, it, it, it didn't look like it was cold for him at all. He was just no, grabbing those things like they were sucking in there to those hands, dude. Everybody else was bobbling balls. He's the only one that I didn't see bobble a ball at all. I mean, he was catching yeah. clean, catching them clean and running with it. Like You're he was running, yeah, chucking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was carrying defenders with him too. I mean, obviously, we, we know you know he is after the after he catches it. Jenny, you t- we talked about the last few years when you get to a certain point in the season. These rookies, again, especially guys who are starting as much as they are, getting a lot of reps as they are, you say they're not rookies anymore by the time they get to week 17. They're not rookies anymore. And it seemed like Rasheed Rice, and obviously we've seen him progress throughout the season. That does not seem – what we saw tonight, that doesn't seem like a rookie to me, especially – and we're talking about in the elements, two of this game. It didn't, that yeah. didn't seem like like his first rodeo in the playoffs. No, nah, man, it's like a new season. I mean, you know exactly what's expected out of you. Uh, and he he's, he's fit into his uh, – uh, his position really well, right? I mean, that's that's, and, and so he understands, and you could tell how how comfortable he is being, you know, the number one receiver for us, uh, and that's what you that's what you want, that's what you want from a guy. We seen that from our, our corners last year, right? During the playoffs, same thing. They were just kind of showing up, and they were just comfortable where they were at. And once a guy understands his role, and it's like, look, these are on your shoulders. Hey, look, we're not going to anybody else. You are number one. He's like, man, I get it. I'm, I'm cool with it. And he just performed like he's supposed to. He, look, he only knows what he knows, right? And so if he's been catching balls, he's been killing defenses. He only knows what he knows, and that's doing scoring touchdowns. That's scoring touchdowns, right? Getting first downs and just making yards. So, I, I think, man, he continues this thing up. He's, uh, he's going to be a, a great player down the road, down the road. Uh, I love to keep a guy like this uh, and then ask somebody else next year, uh, you know, with him. But that's all I know. It's a whole different conversation. <laughs> but, you know, he's, he's, uh, yeah, he's, he's stepping, that, yeah. No, no, I know it. He stepped into the number one uh, uh, role uh, extremely well, extremely well. So, 
Noah John Marshall, our guy, our day one guy, uh, he asks, so do we forgive Veach for the wide receiver room after Rice's game? So here's, here's okay, here's my thought. All right, Noah and John Marshall, I, I've said this. Uh, I do believe because of what we were able to get to the, win the Super Bowl last year with Juju and those guys, I do believe part of their arrogance went into why we didn't make certain decisions getting guys here. Uh, when we came into realizing how bad our wide receiver core, at least them not being on the same page, then you go get somebody like uh, McCall Harmon, which made sense to me. Uh, I think my forgiveness happened then when we got McCall here. Uh, and then all of a sudden McCall got hurt, right? And then it was all on the guys to kind of figure these things out. So I know it's kind of a long answer, but man, look, these guys, it is what it is, man. We just, we, we got to roll with it. And I was, we, you know, I think we were all behind just rolling with it, who we got. We know who we got. So uh, these guys got to figure it out, man. They've been doing a good job. So we just look for them to keep getting better. That's it. Yeah, what do you think? Y'all tell talk. Well, I, I think I think at this point, Jenny, we, we talked about but when when we got Harbin, I remember we were doing we were doing a bleacher report spot, and uh they, the question was, do they go out and get a receiver? And we we're like, at this point, like we know we, we've heard all the things about Andy Reid's playbook. We have to bring in somebody who knows the playbook. And at that point, it was yeah. literally what were the options? It was Harbin, it was D Rob. Uh, I'm trying to think who, what other what other Red Chiefs receiver was out. Uh, Bringing back a Sammy Watkins that we work at, we work at bringing a D Hop Mike Evans. It was just, oh. it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. But it, it was promising. We were promising, like Richie, Richie James. We, we were hoping he was going to be something. He got hurt early, right? Uh, Kadarius Tony didn't pan out the way that we thought he was going to do. He kept, you know, getting hurt and then, you know, kind of the drops. And then, of course, the whole controversy with him being outsides. Uh, it was just like, a, man, just a whole array of different things man that was going on with these guys but i'm glad these guys settled in and kind of start figuring these things out and then it took also to look the coaches to understand let's let's take some of this stuff down okay let's get a little bit more vanilla let's not try to give them everything right this let's, let's condense some of our plays down uh and let them play within the confines and then also too they had to figure out as well as the rotation like every guy can't do everything for us i'm sorry we, we look if you had to figure out Sky Moore shouldn't be on the outside running deep routes and, he, you know, he's not the guy for that. He's suited more for the guy finding windows inside. So be it. So be it. Uh, but I, I think just going through the growing pains of just seeing us through all the season was, was, that was a problem. That was a problem we was dealing with. Yeah. We saw tonight Watson stepped up and made a really uh, nice catch on the sidelines. Um, mm -hmm. Richie James made a nice third down catch. Uh, so, I mean, like these guys, these guys are stepping up in ways that like the guys last year stepped up in the playoffs. They're contributing. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's what those guys did in the playoffs last year. I mean, mm -hmm. that's, that's what we need. That's all we ask you to do. That's it. We look, we don't need nobody to be a superstar. Other number one, you need to perform and, and play like the number one. And he did that tonight. Yeah. Period. Rice in his last two games, 13 catches for 257 yards. That's... Yeah. Balling. Great balling. Love it. Forget about it. Yeah. Uh, so JD and I talked, I mean, I know, uh, it was kind of a, I don't know if a pipe dream and I'm not, I'm not trying to say this guy's not going to pan out, but a lot of chief fans were really hoping that we found our left tackle for the future in Wanya Morris and JD and I still said that when we get to playoff time where JD was, you know, saying when we get to playoff time, 
still need Donovan Smith back. It's just that, oh, yeah. that, 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 that yeah. that's what it is. And we saw tonight that Donovan Smith, and I know someone, some Dolphins fan, like I was like, Donovan Smith played awesome tonight. And a Dolphins fan comes and was like, oh, you should see the guy he's going against because the starters wasn't playing tonight. It was uh, He was playing against a guy he just picked off on the street this week. But that being said, it was fair. It's a, it's, it's a fair comment by the, the Miami Dolphins fan. But Donovan Smith looked great tonight. Um, JD, what did you see from Donovan Smith? I, I, when, when I think about tackles and blocking, you're the expert you're, you're on this stuff, on all this stuff. So I'm curious what you think about what Donovan Smith tonight. First, first the guy that y'all, that this guy you picked up from the street is named Justin uh, Houston. Okay, do we need to remind you who Justin Houston is? Okay, <laughs> if you if you don't know who he is, look up his resume. All right, and his history. All right, the Chiefs know a lot about him, and so he's still somebody that you had to contend with. Um, but Donovan Smith coming back, man, you, you can tell a veteran presence, things he has to do, especially, you know, going into playoffs, seeing all those different things. He understands that. And that's why I thought that Donovan Smith needed to come back to come play. Wanye is still developing. He's still getting better. And it was his feet is not as good as Donovan. It's just not, he, you know, he's not further, further along than, than Donovan. Now, when he came in, he did a great job. He, he gave us a good, re, you know, like, uh, you know, reps coming in, reserving for Donovan, and he showed promise. He did. Uh, and like I said, for somebody who's going to be here in the future, then that bodes well for us. But he's not on the levels Donovan yet. That's just me as as an offensive line coach. I, I know the difference. And so uh, Donovan just has a uh, little bit more craftiness. He's a little bit more settled in his feet. He understands leverage and those different things. And so you've seen it tonight. You've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would even say that he, he did a much better job than uh, Juwan did on the other side. He did. Reed was kind of given in the run game. He was he was he was heavy handed against uh, Juwan, you know, stopping. And I was just like, why are we getting more yards on the right side of the of, of the line? And that guy Reed was playing a good. He, he's doing a hell of a job. He kept showing up. I'm like, man, who's this dude? Reed keeps showing up, and he was just stifling. He was just making plays. Uh, and somebody's just that. It's just a code. Uh, that that you see, man. But our tackles did a pretty decent job. All, all the guys up front did a decent job. Like I said, man, I, I just looked at, um, you know, in the future, Wanye is going to be be good for us, man. He's still developing, though. He's still young, so it was definitely great to get Thomas Smith back. I think that was kind of one of the unsung things. Yeah, I, I think everyone's talking about the receivers and all that. And over the last few weeks, you and I were talking about like, oh, Donovan Smith, he's gonna be, he's gonna, he's coming, he's coming back soon. And there were some fans out there like, no, don't put Donovan Smith back in. Let Wanye uh, uh, take his growing pains. Like, crazy. We're, we're trying to win a Super Bowl here. We're not trying to just get get a be a one and done in the, in the, in the playoffs. Yeah, it's crazy, know? man. Come on, they, they act like they didn't see the last few games when the Max Crosby when those guys did against it. So yeah, let's 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 not let's let's be realistic, okay? And, and as far as like levels where guys are and. Um, you know, Wanye is not quite there where Donovan is. He's no. just not. Yeah, so I, I, I get people, oh, man, you know, it looks good. That was our pick for us. Yeah, perfect. Hey, he looked great. He did. But I'm looking for a veteran guy. When we get into deep in the playoffs, when we need a guy to stop. Yeah, it's nice. Absolutely. Let, 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 him, let him compete for a job in training camp next year. Right, right. There you go. Yeah, we get, the, get the, the savvy, solid veteran. That guy in, right? The one that, that's wearing the eye patch and, you know, he's got, you know, two or three guns. Ah, Smith, Smith was a man out there today. You can just tell. Who? Smith was a man out there today. He was, he, yeah. and, he, and he was confident playing it. You know, I I wouldn't want a guy who's playing his first playoff game like that and, and, oh, and, and nervous. Um, 
yeah, it just wouldn't have it wouldn't have sat well with me. You could just tell the difference overall. Um, yeah. KSU nineteen eighty. I said Wanya ain't ready. Never looked ready to me. He showed he showed flashes of of, of, of some good stuff. He he put some good stuff on film. But I, I agree with you, KSU nineteen eighty nine. Um, I I don't think he's as ready as as people think he is. You know, for a playoff game like this, uh, if he if it had to come to him playing, I would have been fine with it. If it, I, I'd have been fine with it, uh, but if between these two, Donovan and Wanye, I'm taking Donovan. I, I just I'd had to take Donovan, no doubt about it. So, especially when you are a team like the Chiefs, you are a team that's ready to win right now. If we're like a team that's like. For example, if we were the Browns, we barely got into the playoffs, or the Texans barely got into the playoffs, or Steelers. And, like, you know what? We had this guy who's an older veteran guy who may not be with a team next year, but we got this young guy who's looked all right. Then I say, yeah, start Wanya Morris, but we're not. That's not us. We're a team that's trying to win right now. And you go with the guy who's an experienced dude who's who's played in the Super Bowl and won a Super Bowl, Don Smith. Yeah. And to the Dolphins fan um, making the excuse of playing against guys that are on the street. Donovan Smith missed five games. It was first game back in a month and a half from injury. So, yeah, I, I can counter a guy off the street with a guy who hasn't played in a month and a half who came right back in and, and picked up where he left off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, he's only going to get better for sure. He's only yeah. going to get better. Uh, so, this, I wanted to say this. I wanted to, I wanted to see JD's reaction to this. So, JD, we talk about giving the guy, like how, you know, NFL teams just don't give the ball, they'll pound the ball to the running backs anymore. Yeah. Tonight. Mm hmm. Isaiah Pacheco had his most carries in a single game in his career. He had 24 carries, beating his uh, his record of 22 in his rookie season against the Rams, where he went 22 for 69 tonight, 24 for 83. So, yeah, 24 carries tonight. It's good. Love seeing it. Love seeing it. He, he needs to be up somewhere around 18 to 24 or 22. Every, every game he should. Every game should be like that. And remember we were saying on the betting show, as long as he hit – his over under around his number for carries, even like three and a half. As long as he gets over three and a half carry uh, yards per carry, he'll be fine. And Noah yeah. John, uh, he asked about our bets, Marcus. Uh, they went great. Did you, wait, did, you, did yours hit all five? Hit yeah, all, all five of mine hit too. See, JD, that's why you should have taken my bet, not take just 25 or 90, 94. <laughs> there we go. Look, I, I, I was, I told you which one was it, it was the one, Marcus, and I'm looking at it right now. It was the uh. The twenty-three point five rushing yards. He got uh, two. Yeah, and the thing is, Mahomes only had two carries. Two carries for forty-one yards tonight. I know. Yeah, man. Because he could have yeah. easily knocked on that twenty-three and a half yards rush. He was not looking yeah. to run though. No, oh, he say. wasn't. No, he wasn't. No, those were broken did. plays where they actually they covered well on those plays, and he was like, "Shit!" <laughs> so he just took off, and it was there. But he was right. not looking for it at all. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. And then when it opened up, I'm like, "Go, go, yeah. run!" Yep. Yeah, that was great. He got he got my on that first run. I was like, all right, good. Cross that one off the list. We're done. <laughs> Rob South, appreciate you, brother. Appreciate the love. Appreciate all you guys. You guys have been fantastic. I think we got up to about a uh, hundred on the uh, the chat tonight so far. This live stream, a midnight uh, on and, and wild card weekend, guys. I, I love it. I, I love the energy everyone's bringing tonight. Um, so we kind of talked about the different pieces that we saw offensively, defensively tonight. So now we're getting down to divisional round. And divisional round, we either get to play Houston, who t- dominated Cleveland. I, I, we had our, our show, the Bank Show. We all talked about the different matchups this weekend. And JD, I think, was the only one on the show who had Houston in that in that game. So JD, JD's two and zero on the weekend on his uh his pick. So guys, 
tune in the betting show if you want. You want to hear real deal picks. JD's two and Um, so JD picks Houston. Now mm-hmm. Buffalo Pittsburgh gets uh, moved to Monday because the the snow. Um, now Pittsburgh wins, we play Houston. Buffalo wins, we go to Buffalo. Now JD, obviously I know we we talked about this last week. Who would you rather play? But of the two teams, Buffalo Houston. Obviously Houston, we're gonna we're be hosting another game. If it's Buffalo, we have to go to Buffalo. Obviously, what, which do what do you what do you prefer um, as far as the two games? And what are the what are the pros and cons of playing each team? Just curious. Uh, okay. So I, I said this. I said Houston is probably one of the most scariest teams in the playoff run, out of everybody, at at, at all the all the teams in the playoffs and at NFC, AFC, the Houston Texans is the most dangerous to me, right? Uh, because they got a great coach, they got a great uh, uh, quarterback, they got some great pieces and wide receivers around them. You got a pretty solid defense, you know, the, that that doesn't break when they need to. So they 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 can do things. They can do some things, man. Offensively, um, do I do I prefer playing Houston? Yeah, par- yeah, probably, absolutely. So you got the young guys opposed to going against the Josh Allen and the, you know those guys up there. Don't want to go to Buffalo, but we're not scared of them. I ain't scared of none of them, and I know our guys aren't either. Matter of fact, I want to exact revenge. I like to go up there to, to Buffalo and actually end a season. Okay, and. Uh, you know, we got the team that's right for it. We got the team that's right for it. Um, but, yeah, I, I prefer maybe Houston. But Houston, like I said, is a dangerous team. We cannot take this team lightly. You seen what they did? I mean, come on. I mean, I'm serious. And it was like they were just clicking. The plays they were running. They got a very – they're tight ends. Man, he's – man, got up the sideline. I, I forgot how long that was, man. But that joker, he's a, he's athletic too. 76 yeah. yards. 76 yards, man. I think I called somebody and said, yo, they tied in just had like a, a 70 yard, like, you know, catch and run fast as hell. Yeah, man. Yeah. He's athletic. He's, he's, he, yeah. I've been watching him a little bit all, all season, uh, but they, they're, they're sneaky. Good. They really are. And they all together. That's the thing about it. They, they love playing for one another. They love winning for one another too. So uh, I like Houston. I like the guys. I like how they play. I like DeMarco, you know, so, uh, but I'd rather play them, obviously, than uh, Buffalo guys. And also, to a team like that, playing with house money, no one, no one really expected this from them. So, however far they go, it's like, oh man, we got that far. Like, okay, like you know, we were, no one expected that from us this year. But like, hey, like you know, we're always playing with house money at this point. And we're talking about a team that you know, Miami limped into the playoffs. These guys kind of roared into the playoffs, you know, having that that Saturday night uh, win, that that, that big time win that got them, that locked them into that spot, and then Jacksonville losing, and then them winning the division because of that. So, yeah. like, they, I mean, they have a lot of juicy momentum right now. That's a, that's a, a scary team to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and if you look at Buffalo too, if Miami is the most injured, batter team, Buffalo might be second on that list. Yeah, man, they're yeah. beat up pretty bad too, and that's before they play a freezing cold snow game against Pittsburgh. So. Um, and Pittsburgh can lay the wood, and, and they're always known for that. So um, even if they come out, you know, without any injuries, they still have a lot going into our game. Um, but, I mean, I would obviously rather play the, you know, the, the home – be at home again. It's hard to pass up. Um, but, yeah, both teams playing well. It's funny. If we uh, if we beat Buffalo, their win streak – we started their win streak, and we'd end their win streak. Wow. Really? Yeah, because they they've won uh, what five straight since our game. Our game was their first one of the five straight. Okay, so they they didn't lose. I thought they lost. So they didn't. 
Chiefs, okay. Cowboys, Chargers, Patriots, Dolphins, and now this one. Okay. Yeah. Their last game they lost was Philly the week before. That's right. Mm. And that yeah. was a you know, That was 37-34. So. Yeah, but that was the overtime game. But I even said it then because I didn't have a good feeling that going into that Buffalo game. I didn't. I said it then. It actually, there's silver lining to that loss. It was that we want revenge going into the playoffs. If we play them again, we probably will play them again. So no doubt. here we are. No doubt. Right, right. And they yeah. beat us at Arrowhead, so now it's time to return the favor. They've done everything they could possibly do to win games. I mean, they put out all stops. I mean, like you said, just beat up and just – they have been doing everything. And I think they're worn down. I do. I think they are. So yeah. – they're, play, they're play, We talked about the bank show. Their playoff started about a month and a half ago because they had to win those games to get yeah. – yeah, that takes a toll. Yeah, no. yeah, it's a good and bad thing. It gets that they're already in the mode, um, but at the same time, like it's that sustainable for half of a season. <laughs> yeah, like they're they're going on now. They're six week doing that. So by the time they get to us, that's seven weeks of playoff football. That's a long time. I, I think we got a good game plan against them too, man. Uh, uh, against Buffalo, Spags does. It's it's always get Josh Allen on the ground. When you have him, you got to tackle him. You got to be solid in your tackles on a big quarterback like him. You know, if if they make it, right? But he's the one that you you stop him, man. It, it's all over. So and over. extra day to game plan since they play on Monday. That's true, right? That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah, I think I I didn't see they they have the schedule yet as far as what the games are going to be, but I have to imagine we're going to be at least a Sunday game next week because they're playing on a Monday, which technically gives them a short week. It's six days we get seven days or we get eight days no, we get the extra day. Short, short for for them I'm saying they, yeah, they yeah. Monday. Yeah. Monday yeah. to Sunday is a shorter turnaround. We get an extra day, they got it one less day, which is just as considering our stupid schedule this year with all the, the traveling and, and short weeks we've had. Yeah. That's Good. true. About time <laughs> we got something. Somebody asked this question if Kelsey played like a little bit out of the uh the fourth quarter. Uh, I see Noah in there, so I, I don't, I don't, you know. To be honest with you, I don't know if he played the fourth quarter or not as much. That was a great catch by Noah Gray, by the way. Yeah, yeah. great. That readjustment to catch that was money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if Kelsey played that fourth quarter. I mean, I, I think that fourth quarter was all about just, uh, just get, get, getting out of there. Uh, so maybe it might have been smart for them to just, hey, we're already up by three possessions at this point. Just cool well, it. I, I do know when we went into our four minute offense, he wasn't in there at all. Oh, and you know what? They, yeah, they never showed him again after that 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 rough hit he had on the side where, where his head banged back. I wonder if and that there was anything after because I don't think I saw him after that where his head after his head banged back. Yeah, I don't know, Mark. I don't want. Hey, God, don't don't say nothing. Don't. What? what well, that's the thing. I, I remember seeing that, but they never showed him again after that. And usually when that stuff happens, like, oh man, he's going to the tent. Like, well, but they 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 didn't. We didn't see that. And yeah, yeah. I, I never thought about it. He. I don't think we. I don't know if we saw him after that. But well, they never yeah, made a big deal about it. So no, I think he's fine. I, I think we just put in Noah Gray and Blake Bell, you know, especially at the end. Uh yeah, let him let him rest. Suck it to have what seven for 71? Yeah. Something like that tonight. Yeah. Um, That's interesting though, because he was he showed his face after that hit, man. He he felt every bit of that. I mean, that's I mean JD JD knows when you when you fall in that hard uh, cold oh, grass. Trying to tell you, man. That, I'll, that, leave, I'll leave a mark. Yeah. <laughs> I can see on the guys' faces how cold they were. I, I felt it. I could feel it. I'm like, yeah, I know that feeling. I know exactly that feeling. I know that hit. 
I know exactly how that feels. Michael Campbell, uh, right here, uh, he was out there when uh, Clyde fumbled the ball, and that was our last offensive drive. Oh, okay, okay, uh, or second to last one. So there you go. Um, so okay, that's good. That I, I'm I'm less nervous now. Um, JD, uh, before we get out of here, uh, people are making a big to do. Um, you're obviously former NFL player, so you're obviously all into the safety and uh, of everything. Um, yeah. everyone's saying a lot of media members are saying that it's inexcusable and irresponsible by the NFL to not, uh, have, uh, Mahomes go into the tent after, uh, his helmet, um, the piece breaking off his helmet that he should have, uh, they should have held him out, um, to get a, a concussion test. Why? He, he didn't show any signs of like, uh, you know, being loopy and any of those things. He didn't show any signs of that. They just seen, I think it was just faulty equipment. I yeah, it was. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't something like. Oh well, he looked like he was a little dazed. Or, he looked none of that. That's so, like saying if a guy's mouthpiece comes out, he should get tested for a concussion or yeah, something. Yeah. Oh gosh. Why? Okay. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, I mean, if the hit was so it. hard it made his mouthpiece fall off. Then what? He might. He might have a concussion. Sure. Right. Yeah. No. I, that's. No, I, I didn't think it. I didn't think it at all. Matter of fact, I, I didn't know what they were talking about until they replayed. Like, oh shoot, somebody's helmet came off. Right. But. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't see any signs to him like when he got hit. That he was a little dinged or slow, you know. And I can, I can usually see those things. I'm like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. uh, you, you, you gotta see a little bit. Uh, but no, nah, I didn't. I didn't see anything at all from him. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, 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 I think it's. I think the most piss poor part of that is, he played another play after that helmet was like chipped up. Someone needed to catch that quicker, is my opinion. I don't think he, yeah, he didn't. He I didn't think, notice yeah. it. He uh, didn't even notice. He didn't even notice it. No, he had no idea. Yeah, yeah. But no one. I mean, they finally saw. I think an, another play after that. Afterward, they they finally noticed it. So yeah, I, I just yeah. It was. I, I don't know because I, I was just because sometimes little guys play. I mean, if there's something hanging off, but it's something blatant like that, they see it. Yeah, stop. You know, stop play. Hey, go ahead and get his helmet checked. You know, and that's why they have another one. They just put the microphone back in the other one, get it ready. Those guys on the sideline do a great job, man. Equipment manager, shout out to those guys, man. Those guys always do a great job for the Chiefs. And yeah. you know, we talked about people who don't get enough uh, uh, recognition. It's those guys that get to do things ready, man. So I know Allen and all those guys, Shrop, all the equipment dudes do a great job for the Chiefs. Yeah, just having yeah. everything ready. You know, so shout out to them, man. Shout out to them guys. 100%. Uh, yeah. Maybe uh, a better backup helmet for him next time because he did not look happy with those helmet choices. Yeah, <laughs> JD, you can speak to that. Uh, do you have do you guys have extra helmets ready? Does each player have an extra helmet ready? Like, you know, tennis players no. they bring extra rackets to their matches and stuff. No, <laughs> no, no. Like uh, that's a rarity to see a like a piece like that fly off your helmet. I don't think I've ever seen something like that before. Wow. You know, guys get cracked, and what ends up happening, maybe a guy go in, and you might use somebody else's helmet that has, like, the same size or something, you know, just kind of in the same style. Because a lot of it's just the padding, and, and you have everything worked in as comfortable as possible. So, yeah, the one they had, the backup one, I could tell he was really uncomfortable with. <laughs> it, just, it was it was up high on his head, and, you know, just. Yeah. Like, his like, ear was, like, like squished. <laughs> That's terrible, man. Yeah, but, hey, man, you got hey, to do what you got to do. Got to do what you got, but now we don't have a, a backup. You know, maybe the quarterback may have, have an extra one. Mm. But they have helmets, plenty of helmets that guys could get in. We know they know our size and all. They know all that stuff. Right. They could transfer all our pads into a helmet real quick. Mm. So, um, 
Yeah, I think it's a little weird now or different now because I think like uh, Mahomes, like, he's sponsored by a different like helmet company. Like, the co- the helmet he uses is a different helmet than like because I remember um it was like it was one of these helmet companies. I think it was like not Ace, not it's like not A six. It sounds like A six or whatever ACIS. It's a company yeah. that uh used that also makes um like NASCAR helmets. It's okay. the same kind of technology they use for that. I think that's what he uses. Um, uh, so. It's just interesting, that, you know, because back in the day, I feel like everyone was uh everyone had a Rydell, and it was the you know a, a different kind of Rydell. Nowadays, oh. everyone's got their own different like brand they use. Time yeah. to shop for a new maker, I guess. <laughs> I think the elements definitely had something to do with that, though. Oh like, no, yeah. totally. Uh, yeah. yeah, no doubt, no doubt. You don't usually see that. I mean, that's crazy. Made it sucker brittle. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um. All right, guys. Well, that does it for us. It was awesome seeing everybody in the, the chats tonight. Uh, Noah, we appreciate you. Yes, we did step up all, all the other uh, covers. We're going to be continuing that all year long, brother. Uh, so, yeah, we appreciate you noticing, uh, seeing all that we uh, got to That's give awesome. to everybody. Um, but, yeah, so uh, JD and I will be back on. Uh, so, obviously, we do Saturday game. So, um, we, we get the Sunday off. <laughs> so, uh, JD and I will be back on uh, Monday, 11.30 a.m. Bleacher Report. That will be our Monday morning tight end show. We'll do some grades, and we'll look over some stuff um, to look forward to. Um, obviously, we won't know who our opponent is when we do our show at that at that point. But, yeah, yeah we'll um, we'll uh, do our best to grade uh, what we saw tonight and uh, different storylines that come out of this game. But love you guys. Hope you guys have a good uh, rest of your weekend, uh, your holiday yeah. weekend. Um, and, yeah. A lot of people coming in, man. Appreciate you guys. Every single one of y'all for for the donation and just talking with us. Uh, We love the engagement and and great questions from everybody. Great questions. I love each and every one of y'all. Y'all keep it up. Come see us again. Fellas, love you guys. Love you guys. We'll see you. Okay. Good night, guys. Good night. Hi, everybody. Thanks for watching. Subscribe here to get the latest from the show. Also, be sure to check out the best clips from Chief Concerns. And if you prefer to listen to the show, subscribe and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.